This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question that is on your mind, what you do is you don't ask me because I don't do that anymore. You go to No Nonsense Forex on YouTube. You comb over the videos and you see if that question has not already been answered. And make sure you check the rapid fire episodes as well because you won't always find your question in the title of those. And then if you can't find it, you can go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the YouTube description. So we need to jump right into things because I can already tell this will be a very long episode, if not the longest episode I've ever done. Only one way to find out. Now, this episode is part two of a two-part series that began last week with the upside-downside episode. If you have not listened to that particular episode, you might want to go do that first. It's just going to make a lot more sense if you do it that way. Because we are taking a little step away from Forex trading and talking about your future and what that's going to look like. Are you only going to do one or two things? Are you going to have a job and then trade Forex and then that's all you're going to do? Or do you think it is probably in your best interest to take it further and add more income streams to your life? Now, why would you do the latter? Well, for one, protection. In case any of your other income streams go down, you are no longer helpless to external factors like an economic downturn like layoffs, like redundancies, things like that. And the other more broad stroke benefit here is you're just going to end up making a lot more money this way the more income streams you have that you can turn into a success. And the upside downside episode is really all about when you start looking for these new avenues. A really great idea, I think, and it's an it's something that I've employed every single time is you look at something and say, okay, what is the potential upside compared to what it is going to cost me to enter from a time and a money perspective? Because there are many, many things out there in 2019 and beyond with all the great technology we have now that are very low downside compared to very high upside. It's just a matter of you getting in there and doing it. Now, I don't really think, and I learned this last episode, I forgot, I'm pretty much already talking to my people. Um, You guys have pretty, if you've made it this far in the podcast, have already decided, okay, my job is not the only thing I want to do. I want to do other things, and I will do what it takes to learn those other things. That's why you are here on No Nonsense Forex. So for most of you, that transition from lazy couch potato to somebody who goes after it in life has already been crossed. And that's great because honestly, that's an entire mindset shift and things like that don't just happen overnight. Um, But most of you are already here, which is great. And I saw it in the comments sections, all the things that you are doing right now on top of your job and learning how to trade Forex. And it was an absolute joy to see. Um, One of the things that I saw was kind of a reoccurring theme was that a lot of you are in real estate right now, which I think is great. Real estate is always something you can do on the side. The one thing I will say about it, however, and if you're doing it and you love it, keep doing it. I'm fully behind you. But it is, to me, the opposite of an upside-downside play. I think there is way too much investment and way too much you have to deal with 
for the upside that might not even work in your favor if the overall market isn't favorable as well. I don't like those aspects of it myself. And so when I'm personally looking for other income streams, I'm looking for something that is absolutely not like that. Okay, so let's break this down before we start talking about actual examples. So when I talk about downside, downside could easily mean that this thing fails altogether. And the probability of this happening might be greater than 50-50. I have no problem with that, as long as there's tremendous upside there to back it up. And I want to get you guys thinking this way. So I want to put it in like a more real-world example. So I don't know how many of you follow soccer, but in the UEFA Champions League right now, you can get Bayern Munich to win the whole thing at 8-1 to one odds, okay? Meaning, that, you know, are they, are they likely to win the whole thing? Well, no, that's why they're 8-1. to one. So if you take that bet, you will get eight times the money that you put in. Now, the thing about futures bets like this, the ones that are 8-1, to 12-1, things like that, they are really bad bets usually um, because the house take is gigantic. Now, what they do is they decide, okay, Bayern Munich, uh, let's be honest, they're more of like a 13-14-1 to 14 to 1 shot to win the whole thing. But what's the worst odds we can put up on the board that people will still fall for and put their money on? And so they decided right now, as I'm shooting this podcast, 8-1. to one. Should you take that bet? No, because you really shouldn't take any futures bets because they are heavily, heavily weighted to the house, like we just said. Now, what if that bookmaker made a mistake and all of a sudden Bayern Munich, even though nothing happened to the team or anybody else they're playing, is now mistakenly valued at 50 to 1? And you looked at all the other bookmakers online and you don't, they're still 8 to 1 there, but on this particular bookmaker, they are 50 to 1. Even though they are still not expected to win the entire tournament, and you are expected to lose your money if you put your money down on them at 50 to 1, do you still take this bet? You sure as hell better take that bet, because now the upside to downside potential is tremendously in your favor. There is not a professional better on earth that would not jump on that bet immediately. Because even though they know that the chances of losing their money are better than average, if they just had a chance to take bets like that their entire career, they would make millions over millions of dollars long term. To where your average ding-dong is going to sit there and look at that bet and be like, why would I put my money down on a team that's not supposed to win the whole thing? That's stupid while the people who have made it their job to understand odds like this and understand the larger picture when it comes down to it, would in under a second jump on that bet. They would take it so fast for fear that it wouldn't be there three seconds later. You know, they understand what a tremendous opportunity that is. And I just want you, when you come out to the real world of online business and marketing and things like that, to be able to better identify opportunities just like this. And my overall point is how these opportunities, like I just spoke of, 
can be found everywhere in today's online business world. And you don't even have to look that hard. You can almost just determine this yourself, give it a try, happily fail, knowing that every time you fail, that you're not going to lose a whole lot, but you're actually going to gain quite a bit in the process just by failing. So when you fail in an online business, for example, many great things happen. First, and pretty much foremost, is that you learn that, guess what? You're going to be fine, and you can easily brush yourself off, get back up, and go do it again. That whole fear of failure slowly fades away. Number two, you have now made a bunch of mistakes that led to this failure that you will never make again. You've come out of this so much stronger and wiser than you were when you first came in and didn't know anything. And third, and this is really the coup de grace, I think, in a lot of ways, is that simply by diving in and putting yourself out there and learning how to do this, you learned a whole set of brand new skills to where a lot of those skills are going to translate into everything else you do, skills that you have acquired that your competition has not, and skills that just on those alone, you can market yourself to other people and say, hey, look, you may not have experience in, I'm just using an example here, marketing on Pinterest. I do. Let me do this for you. And so now, just by proxy, just by something you already had to learn anyway, now you can sell your services to other people who need it. And people will always need it because this is now the new way things are done and most of the world has not caught up yet. Now it's even more in your favor if you can say, hey, I can help you market on Pinterest and I've had success with it. But there's a lot of people out there that haven't had any success in what they're doing, but they're still competent at it to where the person they're selling it to is not. And they still make good money that way. Because there's one main thing I want you to understand here traders and that is how you are already in such a minority just based on what you know how to do right now you know you are a one percenter just by going through all this curriculum on no nonsense forex you can over time make yourself a point one percenter or even a point oh one percent of the very very top echelon of people in terms of skills that they have that they can market to others just by diving into this world and learning, and then putting those things into actual practice, whether you succeed or not. Now, it's better if you succeed, for sure. But even if you don't, two things. One, you already have those skills now. Two, keeping at it and learning and just sticking with it to where most people don't, you will eventually succeed because you will just run out of ways to fail. You guys are here succeeding on no-nonsense Forex because you are doing the things that 99% of the people are not doing. Now, by putting yourself into that online business world, you are already doing what 99% of the world is not doing. Then you take the small percentage of people who actually are doing it, and now you want to make yourself a one percenter there. And you can just simply do that by continuing to learn and by not quitting. So real quick, let's just go back to that Pinterest example. You know, you've become competent on Pinterest marketing, which is very unique in itself to Facebook marketing or YouTube or anything like that. Now, 
how many businesses out there could really benefit with a presence on Pinterest? A lot. Now, after you have taken the time to learn how, how many people worldwide could still do it better than you? Quite a bit. Competition is definitely there. But how many people can do it better than you in the city where you live? Far less. Maybe none. And out of those people who actually can do better than you, how many of them are putting themselves out there and going after these local businesses? So things like that. If every single thing you do just by some crazy act of God just happens to fall apart and crumble to the ground, you still have a skill that you can market that people will want. And it was something that you just had to learn anyway. It's just some random thing you picked up along the way. But this is one of the many great things that happen to you once you take the plunge and dive into this world. I'm telling you, it's real. And with all the brilliant minds out there on social media that you already know to follow if you don't know how to do something, like you're doing right this minute, just apply that same logic and process to the online business world. Find whatever it is you want to sell or become an expert on so you can sell that knowledge and find out who the major players in the game are just by going to YouTube and typing in that thing you want to know. And then go learn from those people. And then here's a pro tip. Also, go follow those people on Twitter. Now, why would you do that when you can already have all the knowledge that they're going to give you on YouTube? Well, because those people also like to retweet other people that might actually be more relevant to what you're doing than they are. Most of the people who I learned everything I know how to do from, all the other endeavors that have nothing to do with Forex, I mostly learned from people that got retweeted from the people I was originally following. Now, by doing all of this, you are going to have access to information that most of your competition does not. It's amazing how even people who take the time to jump into this space, how lazy and uncurious they are. And all you have to do to win in the long term is just not be like them. All right, so when I talk about all these endeavors and things like that, what exactly am I talking about? Now, I'm not going to get specifically into exactly what I do, but let me point you in a couple directions here. A true upside-downside business would be like selling products online, for example. Now, to some people, this doesn't sound like something that would be very easy, but nowadays it is. Um, I had a great idea for an apparel company back in 2008, um, but I wasn't making a lot of money to keep up with my expenses, and I just didn't have enough money to put forward. I mean, you had to buy all of the apparel first and then sell it. You had to pay a lot more for advertising. You know, they didn't have things like Shopify like they have now where you can just have that online store that's just plug it in and let it go. You know, they didn't have all the great ways to advertise for cheap on social media. I was just priced out, and I never got to see my idea come to fruition because the, the upside-downside was just too lopsided back then to where it is completely the opposite now. Almost anybody on the planet, if they have a good idea and they can find a good place to source their product, can sell it and see if it actually flies. 
And you can sell just about anything because people buy just about anything. And they even have tools now that will comb over Amazon to see where the high demand is and the very low supply. And nowadays, you don't even have to hold the product or ship the product. You can just be the middleman if you want. It's tremendous. So this, things like this just increase your chances of winning even more. And above that, there are so many wonderful sources of information when it comes to how to set up your shop, how to market, how to not make all of the mistakes that your competition is invariably going to make to give you a much smoother and quicker ride to the top. And as I had mentioned before, simply by just investigating this avenue and learning about it a little more, you will pick up skills along the way that you didn't even realize have tremendous potential for you just on their own down the road. So there is a blog with this episode of the podcast, and it's really big. And I give you a lot of resources and examples and everything on it. I'll just go ahead and mention this now. Because on that blog, you know, I gave myself as an example. I mean, just starting up No Nonsense Forex taught me all of these other things that I was forced to learn. And if it ever came down to it, I could probably make a decent living or at least get by just on my knowledge of those things I learned in creating what you are listening to right now. And so in the blog, I not only lay these examples out, but I give you all of these other areas. That like, If you're like, I just don't know where to look. Well, I give you a great starter pack in terms of where to go look for some of these ideas. And I'm going to tell you this too. You might not have a ton of ideas bouncing out of your head right now, but once you kind of jump into the machine, you would be amazed at what your mind and imagination can come up with. You will start coming up with things that you would have never come up with otherwise because you're in that world now and that world has great effects on you so even if selling an actual hard product does not really appeal to you i would say still take the plunge and move forward and learn more about it because at the very worst you're going to come out a lot smarter and with a whole new set of skills that you didn't have otherwise now the other route you can take and I like both of these routes, but I like this particular route even better. And some of you might be doing this right now. But it is to sell your expertise. Sell what you know. And this is coming from a guy who does not charge for his material. I get that. But if you do, I have no problem with it. Your expertise is worth whatever somebody else is willing to pay for it. And you should have no shame at all selling that if that's what you want to do. And I outline this in the blog as well, so we don't have to go into it too deep here. Now, you might be sitting there like, well, I'm not really an expert on anything. Uh, well, here's the punchline. It's super easy to become an expert on something almost overnight. Like, it's super easy now because all you have to do is pretty much vault yourself into the top maybe 10% of the world when it comes to knowledge on that particular topic. And you can damn near call yourself an expert. Now, I think it's in, much more in your favor to actually take that knowledge and put it into practice so you can actually learn those little nuances and those things that you know, whoever you learned it from didn't tell you. 
And now you have something unique to show the world. Uh, but this, the road to expertise nowadays is a very short road with all of the online courses that are out there for, for free and for a very small fee. I don't want that fear of, oh my God, it's going to take me so long to become good at whatever to be an obstacle that stands in your way uh, because it should not be. And the upside is incredible here because unlike hard products, you don't have to worry about hard products. It's just all your own knowledge coming out of your head. It's, uh, your margins go way up now. And even if there are people who know way more about this than you do, and they are selling products as well, I lay this out on the blog too. There are so many other directions you can go and still sell what you know because you are able to bring something completely different to the table. You're not them. You are you. And there's people out there that are looking for you and the approach that you take to the topic. And once you have that knowledge, you can freely put it out there and see if anybody wants to buy it because I guarantee you somebody probably does. And what was the downside there? Nothing? Almost nothing? Let's go back to the Pinterest example. There's the active version to where you're actually putting yourself out there and saying, hey, I will market on Pinterest for you if you pay me this. And then there's the passive version, and you can do both. Passive is like, hey, for $49, I have put this little Pinterest marketing course together, and you can learn how to do it yourself. And again, there's no reason to be intimidated by all those people who know more than you do and have a bigger audience because the person you are selling it to may have never heard of that guy, but he's heard of you because you put yourself in front of them. It's simple stuff, traders. Learn from other people, put your own spin on it, put it out there. There have been people that have already done this with no-nonsense Forex, for example. But fair warning here. I always tell you guys, if you see anybody trying to rip off my material, which you cannot do, by the way, uh, to come to me with it. Um, but a lot of times I think some of you get confused. So, for example, if somebody is taking one of my videos and posting it up on their blog, that's almost always fine. I have taken other people's videos and put them on my blog, too. It's obvious that I did not make those videos. It's obvious that they did not make my videos. Perfectly okay. On the other hand, repurposing my material and passing it off as their own, this is obviously not okay. And I want you guys to go to the contact form and let me know as soon as you see it. Because if any of you want to take this route and become a parasite and steal my free material and pass it off as your own for the purpose of charging for it later or to boost your own numbers, it is not going to work. It is illegal, and I will aggressively come after you. And I will find you, too. I mean, it, this channel's big enough to where, I mean, I think we can safely say maybe like one out of every ten Forex traders out there has at least heard of me. And then something happens when you give your information out for free and you help people turn their fortunes around. They tend to have your back. So you're going to get caught. I'm going to find out. And I am the wrong person to do this to. So don't get any ideas there. Know that No Nonsense Forex is trademarked. 
I have only licensed my copyrighted material to one person, and I'm not giving it out to any more. And if you just stay away from things like that, you can do a lot with the knowledge you've already learned here. You don't know the indicators in my algorithm. Nobody does. So if you are able to put some together that work well, and you can prove this, you can sell it. People already are. Be careful with putting my name on it, but you're the one that came up with that algorithm, not me, and so that is yours. Uh, there are people out there that have already coded EAs based on the way we trade here, and they are selling those. And there is nothing wrong with that. But this is just one familiar example of what I'm talking about. You can learn from other people, take what you have learned from them, make it yours, and sell it to other people. Learning how to trade the no-nonsense Forex way takes time. Becoming an expert in many different areas does not take very much time at all. It's actually pretty darn easy. Um, so do this. If you feel like you don't have a lot of time to make this happen, well, you listen to the podcast, right? You watch my videos, right? All of that material is ending in December, right? Well, take the time that you listen to me and just transfer that time over to something else, to somebody else, and get started on building that empire of yours that is going to make you absolutely bulletproof because now you have many different income streams and many different skills that you can go market at any time if you wanted to. And the blog is right there to help you get started. I will link that below in the show notes and in the YouTube description as well. So traders, I know these last two episodes really have nothing to do with Forex trading, but I hope that it has gotten you excited nonetheless. And I have a feeling that for many of you, it has. And I just hope that if these past two episodes have inspired 10 of you to go out and try new avenues, and maybe one or two little things that you learned along the way ends up becoming something that makes you real income down the road, then taking a break from Forex and putting these two episodes out there where I can share a little bit of my expertise in this area with you has been well worth it. Zero regrets on my end. But stay tuned for another metals trading video this Thursday. Then we will return to Forex Trading Podcasts next Monday. My voice is shot. Enjoy the rest of your morning. Go get it.